This is Stability, financial talk with Gene Casagrande and Brian Powell from Stability Partners. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Gene and Brian provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Stability Financial Talk with Gene Casagrande and Brian Powell. Hello, and welcome back to Stability Financial Talk with Gene and Brian. My name is Gene Casagrande. And I'm Brian Powell. (laughs) There he is. And we are Stability Partners. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 832-559-8393 or visit us online at stabilitypartners.com. And while you're at our website, be sure to click on the radio page to check out our one past show. We'll have many more to come. And to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions or to set up a face-to-face meeting. All right. And today we're going to talk about something that people have been building for decades. Uh, They've been building it automatically, and that's their 401k account. So you may have been putting money in automatically at your job for years and years, or you may have only put one single paycheck into your 401k. Uh, What you're doing though, is you are sacrificing today's spending for a future goal for your retirement. So that's a great thing to do. But the question it raises is what happens when you leave a job and your 401k is still tied to your old job? But before we take a look at that, Brian, let me introduce our co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. So how are you doing today, Tony? Well, I like that introduction, Mr. Even. Wow. (laughs) Don't I feel important today? I am doing so good. I've had a great week. And you know why? It's because I finally got our garage completely cleaned out so we could fit both cars in my garage and my wife is so happy with me now. So I time got that me. done over the last couple of days. And that's been a long time coming. So I, I feel that sense of accomplishment this week. Uh, but first, how are you guys doing? Gene, have you been keeping busy? So, yeah, we have. I was just going to ask you when you're coming over to help us with our garage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that one is enough. Uh, I put a lot of work into getting that thing cleaned out. Hauled away about three loads of stuff, in fact. That's great. Good for you. That's admirable. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard to get rid of stuff sometimes, you know, and we, we just, I don't know if you're like us, but we, we, we seem to collect things. The older we get, the more things we have, you know, we have kids and pets and our own things and yeah, it gets out of control. But speaking of that, uh, sometimes our finances get out of control. And I think that uh, 401k or 403b, whatever a retirement account you have, it's good to know when you leave a job, what do you do with it? Um, but, uh, Brian, how have you been? Are you doing okay over there? Uh, oh yeah, we've been, been doing great. It's monsoon season here in Houston. So it rains every couple of hours for, yep. um, about 30 minutes. So you can't keep your cars clean at all. So it's just, but it's good for the grass, makes things nice and green and humid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, uh, you know, I, I have a love hate relationship with my 401k talking about 401ks, mostly because I love to see that account balance go up and I know how much that's going to help me in retirement. But 
on the other hand, I hate to think about what I could be doing with that money every month that's going into my 401k, right? You know, Tony, you're not alone there. It, it It's such a valuable tool to help you with retirement income, but you know, it's not always perfect, right? Um, so that's why today we're going to talk not just about 401ks, but also about useful information on rollovers too. Now, we find that people often have some knowledge about 401k rollovers, but they may not have access to a resource that spells out helpful information for them. And so that's why we've created a handy 401k rollover guide. Uh, It's got some really good info in there to be a a single resource that can uh, be a really uh, helpful guide to rolling over 401ks. And it's concise, easy to read, colorful, all the good parts. Well, why do you think this is an important time or a good time to talk about 401k rollovers? Well, you know, Tony, um, fewer companies offer pensions today than they did for previous generations, right? Uh, Social Security continues to be an uncertain source of income for people in retirement. And 401k accounts have gained uh, more importance because of that. And here's an interesting twist. So because 401k accounts are generally tied to jobs, Americans increasing trend of working more jobs over the course of their career can mean that decisions on 401k rollovers are more common and more important to handle properly. Yeah, the Bureau of Labor Statistics did some research on the number of jobs held during your lifetime. And that shows that the younger baby boomers, the ones that were born in the late 50s and 60s, uh, have had 12 jobs between the ages of 18 and 48. And so they have, and even if they invested in 401ks in only half of those jobs, that's a lot of accounts to uh, account for. So uh, we've seen clients that as they go from job to job, they tend to leave kind of a breadcrumb trail of 401ks behind them that they just forget about. So when you leave a job, you have to make a rollover decision about your 401k then? Well, sort of. Uh, They can make a decision about rolling over their 401k, but often they don't have to. So sometimes not making a decision is the equivalent of deciding to leave your 401k where it is with its existing allocation and fees. So it depends on the employer plan. And if you have more than $5,000 in your vested account balance when you leave, you can actually leave the money where it is. But anything less than that, the employer can and usually will force you to take it out. And this is the kind of stuff that's in our 401k rollover guide. And so if any of the listeners would like to request a copy of the guide for themselves, uh, they just need to visit our website at stabilitypartners.com or call us at the office at 832-559-8393. And we can talk to you and get your hands on a copy of this guide. All right. Yeah. And it sounds very helpful. And uh, we should dive into this a little bit more, talking about these 401k rollovers and some of the characteristics about them. Now, you mentioned that you have that 401k rollover guide. You're talking about that, offering it to the listeners. What is the purpose of that guide? Well, the idea is really that by highlighting some key information about 401k rollovers, 
we can help raise awareness about common mistakes and how retirees and pre-retirees may avoid them. Yeah, that sounds like a great plan. So where do we start? Well, one of the key components in our guide is to let people know how they may avoid IRS penalties and to try to keep taxation to a minimum. So first, let's talk about the way that 401k plans are tax advantaged. And the way I explain it is this. And I've been in this industry for 33 years, right? So the first 14 years of my career, I was a 401k wholesaler. And what I often say is that when you put money into a 401k account, you're essentially making a deal with the government. So the government lets you put the money in without paying income tax on it. And then you agree to leave the money there until you retire or at least close, right? Which the government defines as age 59 and a half. Of course, and a it, half, because right, that makes of course. sense. Yeah, they, they really like half ages for and, some reason. And, yeah. and if you take the money out early, you aren't keeping up your end of the deal. And so the government hits you where it hurts the most, your wallet. With penalties, you mean? Exactly. So you'll be taxed, of course, when you take money out of your 401k regardless, right? So you you haven't paid income tax on the money going in. So when you take it out, that's when you owe income tax. But the 10% IRS penalty um, comes into play when you don't wait until the agreed upon age to take those withdrawals. And there are just a few exceptions. But Many people don't realize that if you terminate employment after age 55, you can withdraw money from your 401k without that 10% IRS penalty. Interesting. But if you roll it over into an IRA, that age becomes 59 and a half. Sure. Now, a lot of advisors won't tell you about that because either they don't know or, well, because they can't get paid if you leave it in the 401k. (laughs) But the point is, the combination of taxes and penalties may be especially painful if you decide to withdraw money from your 401k early. And and that's right, because after taxes and penalties, you may be only left with about two thirds of your uh, total account balance. And if you're younger and you're you're, um, investing in your 401k, you may be and you take it out, you may be sacrificing potential growth that comes from just leaving it in the retirement account over time account over time. So it might be tempting to think of the 401k as a windfall or an easy source to finance something. We talk to our clients and, and advise them to think carefully about cashing it out because they're basically spending their future now. Yeah, it's for retirement. You don't want to touch that money before you retire. And that's that's huge. And I know that's that's a great point. Uh, but you also said keeping taxation to a minimum. That, that perked my ears up. Uh, I always want to minimize my taxes. I think we all want to keep our taxes to a minimum. So how can you avoid those taxes when you do take a, a withdrawal from your 401k? Well, the short answer is you can't, right? So as I said, other than a few exceptions um, on penalties, but it It goes back to the agreement you made with the government when you started to put money into your 401k. So remember, the government agreed not to tax your money when you put it in. But when you retire and take distributions, the government steps back in for its share, right? 
much of the value of the 401k is because your money is there and is able to grow tax deferred. So while you can't control the fact that you will eventually pay taxes on your distributions, you do have some control over when and how you'll pay them. Yeah. Yeah. So I think if I have $100,000 in my 401k and I think, wow, when I retire, I'm going to have that, you know, at least that $100,000. But then I have to realize it's a joint account with Uncle Sam and probably 25, <laughs> 25 to 30 of it is going to be his. So that's a great way to think of it. It's and a joint he's not account even my with real Uncle, Uncle Sam. I don't even think he's my real uncle. That's what's so sad. Anyway, uh, but, you know, we all know the line about death and taxes. So how is it possible to control the taxes on this at all then? You know, I'm glad you asked. So here's how. Your 401k distributions are viewed by the IRS as ordinary income. And that's true whether you take $1 out of your account or a million dollars. And if the amount of a distribution pushes you into a higher tax bracket, you can end up paying a higher tax rate on every dollar that falls over that threshold. And that can hurt. Now, everyone's situation is unique, but there are a few ways to structure this. So one way that you may have heard of from many of your friends and family members talking about it um, is taking tax deferred distributions over time in small amounts. So another solution is balancing withdrawals from tax-deferred accounts and tax-free accounts like Roth IRAs or properly structured life insurance policies. And since those accounts include money that's already been taxed, it won't really be treated as ordinary income. And you can control your tax bracket later on in life by taking money out of those accounts. So and after all, it's really like in life, it's not about the money you make, but it's about the money you keep. Yeah. And I'm certainly somebody who likes to keep as much of my money as possible, <laughs> as yep. most of us are. And I think that brings us to the next topic that you cover in that 401k rollover guide, correct? Yes. And this one's interesting. And we find that not everyone fully understands this when we ask them about it. And the concept here is a direct rollover and how it may be your mistake-proof option when rolling over a 401k. I, I guess you could put me in that category. I'm not entirely <laughs> sure what a direct rollover is. Well, let me elaborate a little. Okay, so when rolling over a 401k, you typically can choose between a direct and indirect rollover. And with a direct rollover, your funds move directly from your 401k to your new individual retirement account or IRA. The money never crosses your path. And this really is a preferable option because like Gene said, it is the most mistake-proof option that the retiree does not have to get their hands involved with it directly. Yeah. How does a direct rollover compare to an indirect one then? With an indirect rollover, you actually take possession of the money from your 401k, and then you are responsible for putting it into another 401k or a retirement account. So, and this is where it gets tricky. Well, yeah, there's lots of rules and regulations associated with 401k rollover, but one of the rules that's one of the stickiest ones is also the easiest one to miss, the 60-day rule. So if you're going to do an indirect rollover, take possession of the money, and then plan to reinvest it into your retirement account, 
you've got 60 days to do that. The rule mandates that once you receive the money from your 401k, you must complete the rollover within 60 days. Or the IRS considers it a withdrawal, and uh, that's when taxes and penalties can come in. So as we discussed earlier, if you're under the age of 59 and a half, the penalties for an early withdrawal can be substantial. If let's say you had a $200,000 401k you're going to roll over, the penalties and taxes can put you uh, into a world of hurt. Wow. Well, there you go with that penalty talk again. You know, I I don't like it any more than you do, Tony. And we actually cover this topic in more detail in our 401k rollover guide. Uh, But there's one thing I'd like to mention before we move on. So if you're exploring your rollover options, you'll want to consider your entire retirement strategy before making any decisions, not just 401k, but IRA rollovers as well. And the reason is that you can only take one indirect withdrawal from either in any given 12-month period. And direct rollovers, in most cases, are not subject to those rules. See, it's good to know, and we can get deep in the weeds with this. It can get complicated with all the rules and penalties, and that's where you guys come in uh, to help our listeners out there make sure they do it correctly and won't be subjected to any penalties and make sure they're making the right moves and that it makes sense for their own personal situation. Uh, I think that's great. Now, why don't you let our listeners know one more time, you're offering uh, that 401k rollover guide complimentary. There's no cost or obligation. Uh, They don't need a credit card or anything like that. How do they get that? Well, they get that by going to our website, which is stabilitypartners.com, or they can give us a call at the office here, and that's 832-559-8393, and we'll have a little discussion and get one of the a copy of one of those guides out your direction, ASAP. All right. Now, uh, we're talking about items that uh, you highlight in the 401k rollover guide today, so people can get an idea of what that's about and Uh, Maybe a lot of these things will help them as they try to make decisions if they're moving from one job to another or leaving a job. And uh, this must be quite the guide because I'm finding this information really helpful. Uh, And, you know, I I felt like I knew a lot about 401ks before we started the show today, Uh, (laughs) but apparently there was a lot I didn't know. Um, So what's the next topic you want to cover? Sure. Let's get right to it. Um, The next thing I'd like to tell people about is the little known strategy that they can use to help keep their 401k growing. Now, while it's not technically a secret, the power of compound interest can be an amazing ally in your retirement savings. Um, Compound interest is essentially interest on the interest of an account. And that might not sound like a big thing, not important, but it really comes into play with a long-term savings investment like 401k. Well, sure. And to me, it's easy to see how important those early contributions could be to a 401k. Obviously, the longer your money's invested, the more time it has to reap those benefits that compound interest can provide. Is this groundbreaking information, though? (laughs) Certainly not. (laughs) But people tend to lose sight of the big picture. And if they're thinking about taking a distribution from their 401k when they switch jobs, for instance, um, you're not just paying taxes and penalties on the money you remove. You're also giving up years of potential growth from compound interest. 
And we really just do not encourage people to cash out at all. So instead of cashing out, we present options to our clients when they switch jobs. So if your employer allows, you can just leave the money at your 401k. But uh, depending on how often you change jobs, it can be hard to keep track of an old account. And like we were talking about earlier, some of our clients that have had five, six, seven, eight jobs in their uh, particular industry leave a trail of 401ks and they will bring in old state statements that they've forgotten they've had 401ks out there. So, but we'll talk about tracking those down a little bit more in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. I'm anxious to hear about that. I'm already excited. What do you have for us next? So a second option is to roll over the old 401k into your new 401k if your new employer has one. Um, And if you're happy with the investment choices and the fees. Uh, Another option is that you can roll over the 401k into an individual retirement account, as we said, or an IRA, which can potentially give you more control over your money. But taking a take the money and run approach where you just cash it out as a windfall, as we talked about, is um, might seem like a good idea when you switch jobs, but it's not. Again, you're giving up so much that that 401k was put there to for to begin with. It's a huge mistake. Uh, I would imagine. So what was that you mentioned, though, about it being hard to keep track of old accounts? You know, I do think it's actually harder than you might think. Um, You know, you mentioned earlier that you're the kind of person that likes to keep your money with you, right? So I imagine this next section is going to be maybe a little hard for you to swallow. Okay. Why? Did you steal my wallet again? (laughs) Of course not. But, (laughs) you know, some people's retirement wallets um, have gone missing. And, you know, according to an article from USA Today, Americans actually lost track of more than 7.7 billion dollars in retirement savings just in 2015 alone. Wow. That's billion with a B? With a B. That's real money, even to you, Brian. That's amazing. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. <laughs> I just got nauseated when when I heard that figure. You know, I believe it. That's truly a staggering number. And we found that for many people, it's surprisingly easy to lose track of an old 401k account. And some companies will try to fulfill their obligation and keep track of you and sending you statements and, and keeping in touch with you. But that's not always easy either because people get married, get divorced, change their names, they move different addresses. And so you don't want this to happen just because you've lost your accounts. So, and if you've lost these accounts, that means less retirement income for you and your beneficiaries down down the line. And we find that there are a few ways that our clients can avoid this problem. So you can roll over your 401k into a new 401k if that's an option, or into an IRA if you don't wanna leave your 401k with an old employer. Um, It's very important that the old employer has your updated contact information and and also has account performance tracking tools. So if you decide to leave the money there. Okay, so what if somebody were to pass away, though? Do accounts get lost in that way as well? That's a great question. Um, We do also recommend a couple of options for our clients to potentially avoid that situation. So consolidation of accounts may help. And there are also online tools available. For example, we offer all of our clients a generational vault, which is essentially a digital safe deposit box where you can store all of your important documents digitally and access them 
24-7 from anywhere in the world. Yeah, people have spent years contributing to their 401ks, so they need to ensure that the accounts are there for them and their family and to have a central repository for all that information instead of having to go back to shoeboxes and folders and old briefcases in the closet. Well, yeah, yeah, that's I may be guilty of a paper sack full of information somewhere buried in that closet. Um, but uh, I think that leaves just one more item from the 401k rollover guide, correct? Oh, wow. This has gone quickly. Yes, there's one more thing we'd like to discuss. Um, and that's how one move could be your last when it comes to your retirement account. And what do you mean your last? Well, that means that there are ways where you don't have to be concerned about your 401k rollover for an extended period of time. One single move could help alleviate that. For example, if you're starting a new job that offers a 401k, rolling over your old 401k to your new one may be your best move, but not always. So let me explain just a minute. You may have more control over an IRA than you do a 401k. And that's because with an employer-sponsored plan like a 401k, you have a limited set of instruments to choose from out there. You may have a few mutual funds that are growth or conservative. You may have a few target funds, but with an IRA, you have a broad universe of investments to choose from. You can choose from anything from annuities to equities, and you have a lot more uh, variability and overtime than with just being locked into a 401k. Sure. A lot more flexibility. Yeah, and, and, you know, if you're somebody like me who gets a little nervous when people start talking about investment decisions, you can always seek the help of a trusted financial professional like yourselves, right? Absolutely. And, and you can look for an IRA that fits your needs, too. And they come in all shapes and sizes, from do-it-yourself to hand it off to a professional option. And the key is to find the balance between independence and professional assistance that works best for you at a price you're willing to pay. And again, you often have more control this way. But I want to be clear that this move isn't for everyone. So depending on what your future has in store for you, IRAs and 401k accounts offer different benefits. For example, First-time home buyers are able to take a $10,000 distribution from an IRA account without an early distribution penalty. And there's but there's no such exemption for with those withdrawals from a 401k. And conversely, many 401k accounts offer a loan provision that lets you avoid taxes and early withdrawal penalties, but IRA accounts don't allow for loans. One size does not fit all, so discussing your unique situation with a financial advisor helps you learn and assess options and find specific advice that will help you out in your specific situation. Yeah, that's good advice. Well, obviously, I know we weren't able to fully cover everything that's in that 401k rollover guide, but it's a great start, and I know you're offering it complimentary, no cost, no obligation to our listeners so how do our listeners go about getting the entire guide? Yeah, to get the guide, all they have to do is visit our website at stabilitypartners.com 
or call 832-559-8393 and talk to either Gene or me. Uh, we're eager to work with you directly. Uh, we can set up a uh, conference with you if you need. Uh, we're working not only over the phone, but we've got Zoom going. We've got Microsoft Teams. So these days, since we can't necessarily always do face-to-face -face contact, we're able to meet with people in a variety of ways. But for clients who do need to come into the office, um, I mentioned this in our last podcast. I'm going to brag about my husband again. He built this really great plexiglass divider for our conference room table. So it, we do have that if people do need to come into the office. All right. Well, that sounds great. Now, listeners, we're out of time for today's episode of Stability, Financial Talk with Gene and Brian. Join us soon for another episode of Stability, Financial Talk with Gene and Brian. Take care and we'll talk to you again very soon. Thank you for listening to Stability, Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Gene Casagrande and Brian Powell at Stability Partners. Call 832-559-8393 or visit them online at stabilitypartners.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Stability Partners Advisory Group LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Texas. Insurance services and products are offered through Stability Partners LLC and affiliated companies. Stability Partners LLC and Stability Partners Advisory Group LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.